As I mentioned to you in the last episode, when I decided that I wanted to be, I, I stated my goal and I said I want to be a globally recognized, and in those days uh, we used the word internationally recognized, I mean, the word global we didn't use it that much. I want to be an internationally recognized leadership uh, trainer, leadership expert. Then I spent every penny that I earned in my education, my own education. And uh, that meant buying books because in, in, in 1982-83, I had, had, I had never seen a computer. I mean, there weren't any laptops and uh, even desktops were few and far between. Uh, we used to write our personal letters and we used to type our official letters on typewriters. Um, there was an electric typewriter which was the state-of-the-art thing and it looked very nice because all the font was very neat. Um, and that was it. So all the money went in books, the money went in traveling to different places to uh, understudy and to observe other trainers at work. And this went on. And all of this while I was in a full-time job, 24-7 living on the job as it were, because I was a, uh, I was in the tea garden, I was a tea plantation manager, and all of this happened while I was in the anomalies. Then, one day, another very dear friend of mine, who was also, I mean, we are both, the, he's about two years older than I am, but he's like a mentor to me as well and also a very dear friend uh, now for over 30, 35 years, Pratik Roy. Um, at that time, Pratik Roy was, he had finished a very um, commendable career in, um, in, in Cadbury's and then he had joined Air Freight. So he came to visit me and he said to me, you must get an MBA, because if this is your goal, then an MBA will count. Um, it, it looks nice on the CV, it looks nice when you go talk to clients and so on and so forth, you will get an MBA. Now, my problem was that to get an MBA, uh, getting into the institution and so on, I was not worried about that. I mean, I, I know I, couldn't, I can uh, do those exams, but the point is I didn't have the time. I mean, I simply could not afford, financially speaking, two years of time off. And of course, uh, not to speak, I didn't have the money to pay the fees. And in those days, the fees, uh, and then also Pradik told me, uh, so get an MBA. And he said, get an MBA from the number one institution in the country, which is the IIM Ahmedabad. He said, anything from anywhere else uh, is a waste of time because at the end of the day, an MBA is an MBA is an MBA. There's really not that much of a difference between what people are teaching in different places. So the institute, the name of the of the college, the name of the institute makes a hell of a big difference. And I am Ahmedabad has uh, that uh, has that aura. So don't go anywhere else to that. Now, which also meant that the fees of I am Ahmedabad at that time, if I'm not mistaken, in um, 82, 83 uh, was about 30, 35,000 rupees for the two-year PGDM program. I mean, I was, I, I, that, that was like, an, a, like a figure number in the stratosphere as far as I was concerned. 
anyway i i filed his uh, pratik's recommendation with great respect in the back of my head a time passed in 85 i got married and that's a different story we'll 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 look at that else elsewhere but i got married so now i also had a wife to support and i had an mba to do because this was in my mind i said if i'm going to be an international internationally recognized um, leadership development consultant then to have an mba is good and this is the recommendation of my dear friend who i respect and so therefore i'm going to follow that so to me uh, one of the big things about uh, extraordinary goals is make the goal non negotiable uh if you are serious about the goal the goal is non negotiable work everything else around that goal right how can i achieve that goal not how can i lower the bar how can i twist the goal and you know the challenge is that you can actually do all of that now this is the the the, the biggest problem is this uh, the if if you if you had stuck yourself or you were tied down to something which you couldn't change then well you know once you have taken the step i mean once you decided to jump into the goals are in your hands the whole time from day 1 to day uh, whatever uh, so you can actually give up you can give in you can change the goal you can water it down you can bring down the bar uh, you can do all of that and really speaking uh, you have no one to answer to there's no one who's going to sit on your shoulder or sit behind you or over you or something and say no why did you do that no there's no because you know the goal uh you did with the goal whatever you wanted to do so if you change that goal from you know being if i change my goal from being the a globally recognized uh, leadership consultant and i say you know what is global and so on is like uh, like like too far away and too big and so on so let me say i want to be the uh, recognized management consultant in coimbatore right because i have in coimbatore district or in tamil nadu uh, um i could have done that i mean there's no, there's nothing in the world to stop me from doing that uh, but i decided no i'm not going to do that i mean my goal is my goal finish khalas what i have decided this is not negotiable nothing is how to achieve that so in 85 so now from 83 to 85 the the thought of the mba is just in my mind there's nothing more has been done i did some research and so on uh, and i said all right so i cannot do the two year mba i mean this is also part of the non negotiable goal because this is my reality i mean there's there's no way i could do that uh, i haven't figured out a way and i wish somebody would show me how can i live without two years without food i mean that would be wonderful um but that doesn't happen so i said all right now what do i do i have to find something else now in those days in the in the early 80s they did not have something called the executive mba the closest to the executive mba was mercifully for me also in the i amdavad so i had the name of the institute was the same and they had something called the mep the management education program it's a kind of lackluster name for something but uh, it was a brilliant program because effectively what they had done was that they had condensed and uh, uh taken the entire two year a uh, pgdm mba program and condensed it into 6 months now the 6 months was the most intense 6 months that you can imagine it was literally um i think for those 6 months uh you know i i'll come to what what i did and and how i did then but the point was 6 months 
So in six months, they taught you the whole thing. So therefore, what they did was that they also did not reduce the fee. So the fee for the six months was also thirty-two or thirty-five thousand dollars rupees. So incredibly expensive course. Uh, six months full time, no holidays. So you're working seven days a week. Uh, not even festival holidays. I mean, this was amazing because in India, the very religion-oriented place. Uh, and you don't you and you don't have a situation where you can't have a festival holiday because all the festivals are related to religion. But no, not in the MEP. No festival holiday. It was a state. I mean, I, to my um, great disappointment, uh, Ahmedabad has uh, discontinued the course. Uh, just I, I guess they thought you know they are devaluing the MBA course by teaching it in six months because the secret is out of the box. You don't need two years. Yeah, six months is more than enough. Anyway. Um, so I had information about this course, that this course is there. Now, by the time all of this happened, I was scheduled to get married, and the first uh, MBA course, uh, the the MEP course that was available, was in the same year in 1985. I was getting married in March, 21st of March, 1985. And the MEP started in April, one month after my marriage. Now you might say, well, you know, well that's okay. So where is it written in the Quran or somewhere, you know, in the heavens that you must do it only in 1985? I mean, why not do it in 1986 or 1987 or whatever, right? I mean, the program is the the course is there. I am Ahmedabad is not running away anywhere. But you know, this is the whole point of being goal oriented and goal focused. You don't postpone things. When something has to be done, it has to be done, and it has to be done at the earliest possible opportunity. And what's that possible opportunity? Was for me was 1985. You might say, well, you know, how is it, how do you call it even a possible opportunity? Because one month into your marriage, you want to disappear for six months. Uh, what kind of uh, message are you giving to my wife? Well, I have a wife like nobody else. Um, amazing person who supported me 100% from the day we got married. And uh, when I told her that this is what I'm, what I would like to do, she said, "Go ahead." She said, "Go ahead." Um, and she went off to her parents' place, and I went off to Ahmedabad. Now, before we get to that, uh, there was a test, which of course I passed. But what was bigger than the test was the fee. Now, I didn't have, I didn't have the first thing of that thirty-five thousand. So I went to my company and I said, "Look, I would like to do this course, and this is the uh, benefit it will do me, and that benefit I bring back to your organization. So why don't you sponsor me for this course?" So my first approach was, you know, here is management education which you as a company should do anyway. Uh, so I'm I'm taking all the initiative. I'm I'm doing everything, but you know, can you help me? Um, but this was the day before companies became conscious of all of this. So my company said, and they were—I mean, that was nice of them even to do even that, um, although it doesn't look like much now. But anyway, um, they said to me, um, maybe they were testing my resolve or something. So they said to me, um, "We agree, but some conditions." So I said, "What are the conditions?" They said that this six months. um you have annual leave of 35 days so that 35 days will be set off against the 6 months so one month is gone the other 5 months you will be given leave without pay 
So, you lose your salary for five months. And then they said that the amount of the loan, uh, we will not give you the whole amount. We will give you 50% of the fees, not loan, the 50% of the fees we will give you, which is 15,000 rupees, we will give you that as a loan at 8.3% interest. The other 50% is up to you. And they said, you will have to write a bond and say that after you return, you will work for us for three years. Now, you know, I could have said, I could have cursed them. I could have said, you know, what kind of uh, ridiculous employment employers I have and so on and so forth. I didn't do any of that. You know what I did? I said, all right, fine. I accept all of these conditions. Now, let me go find the other 15,000, which I didn't have. And uh, then I will come back to you whether I want the loan or not, because if I can't find that 15,000, then the rest of it is redundant. Now, the only asset I had was my car. And this was a second-hand ambassador car and uh, wasn't the, you know, the cutest on the block. But that was my only asset. I mean, that was the only thing I had. So, I put that up for sale. I said, I'm, I want to sell this car. Now, one of my very dear friends, Okay, so one of my very dear friends heard about this and he called me and he said, look, there's no need to sell the car. Um, I will give you this money as a loan interest free. Now, remember, I didn't go to him and say, well, you know, since you are so nice, well, why don't you give me the rest of it also interest free? No. I hadn't asked him for this. He gave me this. I was very grateful to him. Um, and um, I went back to the company and I said, sure. So now I'm ready. I signed the bond. And I took time off without pay uh, and I took the money, the loan, which they gave me and I paid the fees, I did the exam. And one month after I got married, I went off to do my MEP at the IIM Ahmedabad. In the middle of that course was they decided to give the students, all of us, one week off. I said, go meet your families and so on. You've been away for three months, uh, you know, for one week. Go meet your families. You know, I could not go and meet my family, my wife, because I did not have the money to travel. That is the meaning of focus. So I asked the institute, I said, can I stay here? Can I continue to stay here? Because I got nowhere to go. I mean, I'm kind of homeless. They said, no problem, stay here. So I stayed in the Ahmedabad. I used to eat tandoori chicken every day because this, that they, they, they did two things brilliantly in the Ahmedabad. They made the best tandoori chicken that I've ever eaten in my life and Wadilal's ice cream. Yeah, that was another fantastic thing. So I ate quantities of both. Now, the MEP, as I mentioned to you, was a course which was an extract uh, of the PGDM, the two-year MBA program taught by the same professors. Now, that is the only thing which is important. Who's your teacher? For example, my marketing professor was Labdi Bhandari. Labdi Bhandari was the man who took the Nirma washing powder. Washing powder, Nirma, washing powder, Nirma, if you remember the tune. Nirma was a washing powder made in a Gujarati garage. 
And Labdi Bhandari was the man who created the marketing campaign for that, which made Nirma Washing Powder uh, a serious competitor for surf, uh, which was uh, Hindustan Lever uh, Lever's uh, product in the in in India, glow uh, nationally. Now that is the man I learned marketing from. So similarly, I had uh, Raghunandan who taught us uh, finance. I have we had. Uh, you know, we had some really, um, really very, very good, very highly respected names. Professors who taught the regular MBA program taught the MEP. The MEP was projected as a program for the scions of business families, basically for the um, for for the successors or potential successors for business owners, family business owners, and uh, for people who had at least five years of work experience. By the time I got to the, uh, to the uh, MEP, I had seven years of work experience. And I think that's a good thing to have for all MBA programs. It's a pity they don't have that. Um, so the other fringe benefit was that I got uh, networked with a whole lot of business owners, all of whom were uh, my, my fellow uh, classmates in the MEP program. So this was a very high-value program, extremely well done, um, but very expensive. And then it, it studying, you won't believe it. You know, I am Amdad followed exactly, the, we followed the case study method. Uh, we had uh, CPs, class presentations. We had uh, surprise tests. The only time you knew you had a test is when the professor walks into the auditorium with a bunch of papers in his hands and says, oh my God, that's a test. Um, our class presentations, we used to sit there was a there was a, a tea shop outside uh, I am the I am the main gate. Uh, he also used to sell uh, Maggie noodles. So we used to sit there and have these heated discussions about whatever class presentation we were making. And uh, I think in that whole six months, except for that one week where I would have slept more, but for the whole six months, I think none of us really slept for. Uh, more than three to four hours in 24 hours, right? I mean, I probably slept even less than that. I mean, three to four hours in 24 hours, that was it. Otherwise, the whole time we were either in class or we were discussing in our own groups uh, about the class presentations that we needed to make and the project reports we needed to write and so on and so forth. Fantastic uh, thing. Just to give you a, a before I end this one, a quick uh, snip shot, not even a snapshot of the teaching style. For example, Labdi Bhandari, uh, very tragically, he died in the uh, Indian Airlines uh, plane crash in Ahmedabad uh, many years ago. Uh, he would sit on the edge of the desk, right? He would sit on the edge of the desk and he would be shaking his leg like this. The whole time his leg would be going back and forth, back and forth. Um, and his whole thing, what I learned from him was to take a completely non-traditional approach at assessing businesses. So we had this uh, case study of this guy who was making breakfast cereal and he was doing it in a small place, small factory, uh, very local and uh, the question was, what do you recommend to him? What do you think we recommended to him? We are MBA students. Our standard thinking was, well, here's a business. The guy has got a good business. He's cash rich. He's got savings. What must he do? Next thing, he must go national. So from being in one state, uh, or being in one, one uh, city, he must now go national. So we had, we put together this whole, uh, you know, presentation of 
uh, how to go national, his marketing campaign, his PR, his uh, advertising campaign, and blah, 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 everything. Now, Lavdi Bhandari sits on the edge of his, ta- on the, on the edge of his desk, his leg is shaking like this. Um, and uh, after we finished the whole presentation, he says to us, did it occur to you to tell him that the best option for him is to sell his business, capitalize, take the cash out? Now, we were flabbergasted. Ah, wow, sell the business. I mean, why would I as a consultant advise a client to go out of business, to sell the business? Lavdi Bhandari said, why not? Why not? Your job is to advise the client what is best for him. In this particular case, instead of giving him advice which may or may not be successful, which will wipe out his cash reserve and which you are committing him for maybe 10 years, 15 years of hard work, uh, the guy's done hard work, he's uh, earned something, he's created an asset, why not capitalize on the asset? He said, I'm not saying he must take the cash out and blow it up. I'm saying take the cash out. Now he's got the cash, he is free, now he can think about what else to do, maybe he wants to relax, maybe spend time with the family. I mean, that is an option. He said, I'm not saying to you that what you have said is wrong. I'm saying to you, did you think of all the options? And this is a, is a very viable and legitimate option. Why did you not think of that? This conversation took place in 1985. Today in 2020, I can see and hear this comment by Labdi Bhandari. This is the power of teachers. This is the power of teaching. And believe me, this helped me hugely and continues to help me. When I advise people now in businesses and family businesses is my special is my specialty. I have a book on family business. It's called The Business of Family Business. The Business of Family Business. Go look it up on Amazon. It's there. Go buy it. Uh, my whole focus in business consulting is to look at every single option. I don't miss options. I look at every single option. Where did I learn that? First man, Labdi Bhandari. More in the next episode. I'm trying to keep this down to within 20, 22, 23 minutes. And um, see you in the next episode. Thank you.